You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome. Welcome in to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I am your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. This is episode 119, and we're going to answer a question that I'm actually really excited to answer. I know I say that a lot, but there's certain questions that really do get me more excited than others, and this is one of them. Uh, Does God still speak to people through dreams and visions? Great question. Excited to uh, answer that. Before I do, quick reminder to everyone uh, on the importance of subscribing. Do me a huge favor and head on over and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. It does two really important things. Number one, it really helps the podcast out a ton. Uh, the more subscriptions we have, the further up the search rankings we appear. Therefore, the more people we'll be able to reach because more people will find us. So if you can do that, it helps us out. Secondly, whenever you are subscribed, it guarantees you never miss an episode. Every single time an episode goes live, it immediately gets delivered directly to your device. So make sure you head over to whatever podcast app you're familiar with. Head on over, hit that subscribe button. That's a really big deal. Thank you in advance. All right, let's answer the question. Does God speak through dreams and visions? As we look through the pages of scripture, we see that God did this many times, that he definitely spoke to people through dreams and visions. And my guess, again, it's just a guess. I don't have any biblical evidence for this. Um, But my guess is that God probably has done that many times, uh, particularly before the Bible was written. He did that many times, probably many times that aren't even uh, documented in the scriptures. Um, However, with the closing of the canon, meaning that the Bible was completed and the last apostle died and the last word of the Bible was written, all of God's truth has been completely revealed. The whole counsel of God that is applicable to man is written and documented in the scriptures. The Bible tells us that everything we need for life or godliness has been given to us. So because the Bible has been written and completed, and all of the truth that will ever be revealed has already been revealed to us in the scripture, there is no need for God to reveal additional truths through dreams or vision. Anyone who's revealing new truth um, or claims to have new truth is giving you something that is contrary to the Bible. And so we want to be very cautious. If, if someone is claiming to have had visions or dreams that are teaching new things that are contrary to what we would call Orthodox Christianity, anything contrary to the scripture, then you can absolutely disregard that. I want to encourage you and challenge you to completely disregard and dismiss any person that claims to have new truth through a vision or a dream that is extremely dangerous. However, with all that stated, I do believe it is plausible that maybe God, in cases where people don't have a Bible, there is no established church, I think it is plausible that maybe God is indeed still speaking to people uh, in this way. Let me give you one major contemporary example that has been reported uh, you know, recently. You know, over the last uh, several years, there have been uh, reports all throughout the Muslim world, you know, in nations where the population is predominantly Muslim, uh, Arabic nature, all throughout you know, northern Africa and all throughout uh, the Middle East, there are uh, people that have claimed to, to have had visions or dreams of a man in white. And then later down the road, whether it be a few weeks or a few months down the road, they meet someone who's a Christian who begins to tell them about Jesus, and they somehow figure out that the person that they were 
that the person's talking about, uh, this Jesus character, is the man in white. And they end up believing the gospel because of the previous dream they had. Now, that, that sounds far-fetched to some, right? It sounds crazy, sounds supernatural. But I, I can't imagine it's Satan that's giving people these dreams, right? Would Satan give them a dream that would lead them to believe in Jesus or believe in the gospel? I don't think so, right? And so if these people are legitimately having these dreams, these visions of this man in white, and it is legitimately leading them to believe in the gospel, well, then there's a part of me that might that would like to believe that this actually is indeed God. And I don't think there's anything in Scripture that says that God would never do this. I, I do think God did it a lot to speak to people. And now that we have the Bible, there's not nearly the need for it. But but in cases where, where Christianity is, has not penetrated a particular culture, there's not an established church, and maybe there's no Bible there where that person doesn't have, doesn't have access to it, maybe a dream could indeed be a way for God to get a hold of someone so that that would lead them to believing in the gospel. There's no doubt that I think God could do that and probably is doing that. Um, there have been other cases where people, again, mostly in the Muslim world, where people living in the Middle East have a vision of meeting someone and then they end up meeting that person in real life at a later time. This actually happened to a friend of mine's father. I have a good friend of mine who attends my church here. His father is a missionary in the Middle East. And uh, when he first went there, he met a man who said that he had had a dream. He says, hey, well, you and I met in a dream. Um, you have a message to share with me. My friend's father then shared the gospel. And, and, the, and, the, and the Middle Eastern man, the Muslim man, uh, came to faith in Christ because he had seen a dream. And the dream had prepared his heart to receive the message. And there are reports of this happening in many places throughout the Muslim world. Now, if I'm honest, if this had happened to someone that I didn't know, I may have questioned it because I'm naturally cynical and skeptical, and that's probably my own flaw in a lot of ways. Uh, but, but the fact that it happened to someone I know, uh, a good friend of mine, his father, who I have met and talked to about, he told me this happened to him. It, it leads me to believe it. Maybe this certainly is God. Like Maybe God is using dreams and visions in places where there is no Bible and there is no established church to get people's attention and to prepare their hearts to receive the gospel message. Could this be God? Well, I, I can't imagine it's the devil orchestrating this or trying to do this right. Like I got to imagine that the Lord is somehow at work using these vision and dreams. Are these people just maybe just completely hallucinating and God is able to still use their hallucinations for his own glory? I guess that's plausible too. That's a possible explanation. But is it also possible that God is giving people visions and dreams that will somehow set the table, kind of prepare their hearts to receive the gospel and believe? Well, I think that's certainly well within the realm of possibility. And I, I actually think that's what's going on, that there are lots of people, um, you know, I don't know how many, you know, we, we've heard of stories as many in the thousands. I don't know if it's that many or not. Maybe it's maybe it's a few hundred, but, but regardless of the number, I think this is one of the ways that maybe God is is getting a hold of people's uh, minds and hearts and preparing them to hear the gospel message. Again, God is not using dreams and visions to give them new truth or reveal things to them that he's never revealed before. He's not giving them a new faith or new religion. No, he maybe is using dreams in a supernatural way to point people people to the gospel. Before I let you go, I've got to give you one other caveat, because I know there's going to be people who hear this who say, Kenny, this seems to go against previous things we've heard you say. I have said in previous episodes, we should never base our doctrine or theology on our experiences. And it may sound like in this episode, that's what I'm doing, that I'm saying, hey, I'm not so sure about this dreams and vision thing, but because a friend of mine experienced it, 
I'm going to be okay with it. I'm, I'm building my doctrine or theology about dreams and visions upon the experience of my friend or the experience of these missionaries or these Muslims throughout the Muslim world, people who have come to faith in Christ. Um, I, I'm not doing that. But what I'm saying is this. I'm basing my doctrine of theology on the Bible. But because the Bible doesn't seem to clearly speak about this, then I am open to using my experiences or what I observe in the world to help me understand what might be happening, or what God might be doing. I actually talked about this extensively back in episode 105. Uh, I talked about the idea of using uh, sources of truth and things we observe outside of the Bible to help us understand what we believe to be true uh, as we are examining, observing the world around us. So you can go back and check out episode 105. Um, I want to make it very clear that if the Bible stated God no longer speaks through dreams, or like if we open the New Testament and it said, God stopped doing this, then I would believe that God stopped doing it. Even if my friend came to me and said, listen, my, this guy had a dream, God spoke to him, I would say, no, that's not God. And he would say, well, my experience, I would say, I don't care what your experience says, the Bible says otherwise, right? I want to make that very clear. If the Bible was clear and spoke on this, then I would base my doctrine on what the scripture says, not the experience. But in many cases, the Bible may not speak clearly to a particular topic or may not say specifically, you know, what we ought to believe about a particular thing. In that case, what we ought to do is go to the Lord in prayer. And as we have cultivated friendship with God, we can dialogue with the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us and teach us. We can also then examine the experiences of our lives and the friends of those uh, we trust and allow that to play a role as we determine what do we believe to be true. When it comes to dreams and visions, the New Testament doesn't speak clearly on it, so I'm not going to condemn it. And, it, and my experience and the experience of people I trust seems to show me that maybe God is indeed still using this on very rare occasions. Let me make that clear. On very rare occasions, it does seem that God maybe is still using dreams or visions in some way or another. Listen, the Bible is sufficient in terms of knowing what God desires from us. And the scriptures should be the ultimate authority when we're determining the will of God and what we believe to be true. Therefore, we shouldn't expect God to speak to us through dreams and visions to reveal new truth. All right? the, 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 the idea of getting our spiritual guidance from dreams or visions is ridiculous. The, the dreams or visions should not be our primary spiritual guidance. And it certainly should not be the place where we develop our, our doctrine, our theology. However, there's nothing in the Bible that leads me to believe that God has stopped doing this and that maybe in some rare cases, he does use dreams and visions as a secondary manner of getting people's attention and helping him see that Jesus truly is the only way. Hey, thanks for listening to uh, this episode of the podcast. Always thankful for all of our listeners. If you have a question or a topic you'd like me to address on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. I promise I will do an episode on every question that comes my way, no matter what it is. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. <laughs>